This is the Salve Lakeland Church Podcast. Thanks for joining us. Salve Lakeland Church is the community of Catholic believers from St. Cecilia and Our Lady of Peace Churches in Syracuse, New York. Our podcast is here to help encourage and edify you in your faith. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. On the first day of the week, Mary of Magdala came to the tomb early in the morning while it was still dark and saw the stone removed from the tomb. So she ran and went to Simon Peter and to the other disciple whom Jesus loved and told them, They have taken the Lord from the tomb, and we don't know where they put him. So Simon Peter and the other disciple went out and came to the tomb. They both ran, but the other disciple ran faster than Peter and arrived at the tomb first. He bent down and saw the burial cloths there but did not go in. When Simon Peter arrived after him, he went into the tomb and saw the burial cloths there and the cloth that had covered his head, not with the burial cloths, but rolled up in a separate place. Then the other disciple also went in the one who had arrived at the tomb first, and he saw and believed. For they did not yet understand the scripture that he had to rise from the dead. The Gospel of the Lord. Several months ago, a very serious and scholarly journalist went to interview the rector of a major theological school in our country. In fact, this theological school is one of the most prestigious places for a Protestant minister to graduate from. And 
the serious journalist wanted to talk about the state of religion in America. In the course of the interview, they talked specifically about Christianity and the trends, the activity of Christianity in this country as opposed to other places in the world and probably implying that he should say something very wise and scholarly about the decline of religion in America. You know, why people aren't going to church. Why they think that other things are more important than forming their souls for eternity. And this rector, this supposed religious leader, says to her that the resurrection of Christ is not really relevant to Christianity. She couldn't believe what she heard. The resurrection of Christ is not relevant to Christianity. What is relevant to Christianity? Are we supposed to be just a bunch of do-gooders? Well, anybody can be a do-gooder, but that doesn't make you a Christian. I mean, it's good to be a do-gooder. But unfortunately, it simply is not enough. It is not enough just to be a good person. And that's the contemporary delusion. In fact, how often we'll hear people say, well, she's a good person. Yeah, so? There's lots of good people. In fact, I think the majority of people are good. But Christianity and the resurrection is not about doing good, but rather about the eternity of your soul. For if it was not about the eternity of your soul, then Jesus Christ would not have had to die on the cross. Why would God himself have put himself through such humiliation if you weren't worth it, if you were just a good person? No, you're not just a good person. You are the very splendor of creation. You are the very image and likeness of God in human flesh. You were created to be eternal. I mean, think about it. When God in his creative power looked on that anticipation of man and woman, did he look on something that you would create and then get tired of and throw away? 
like we do with so many things? No. He looked on that creation and he said, let us make man in our own likeness. Let us make man to look like me, just like a father or mother looks on your child, the child you have created with God through that co-creation process. And you see the likeness, your likeness in that child. And that draws you to incredible love. The same is true with God's creation. You were not made to be temporary. You were made to be eternal. You were made to be never thrown away, but preserved for eternity. But you know the story. We fouled it up. We imploded in our selfishness. We chose ourselves over our creator. And we found ourselves in a miserable state. We found ourselves not in the happiness that the creator intended from the beginning. Well, from that moment that the man and the woman fell from grace, God could not abide that separation. He could not abide not loving his children. He could not abide his children being far away and separated. Just like you parents who have children who live far away and you lament, I never see them how I wish they were home. The fact of the matter is everybody wants to be home because home is where we belong. And the same is true with God and us. Home is where we belong. And so Jesus Christ paid the price of our salvation paid the price to bring us home. And he rose from the dead. And you and I profess every Sunday and solemnity in the life of the church, we profess that he rose from the dead and we believe it because of the scriptures, by the authority of the scriptures. From the beginning of, of the Bible in Genesis, to the last words of the book of Revelation in the New Testament. The story is about his resurrection. Everything points to resurrection. Everything is about what God did to conquer death. And so we have In this passage from the Gospel of John, we have a testimony of the evangelist himself. And this is how we know it is a testimony by him. Because of the way he tells the story. 
He gives himself away. John the Evangelist was not as smooth as he may have thought he was. Because look what he does. They both ran. He's talking about he himself, he and Peter. Peter's the old man. They both ran, but the other disciple ran faster than Peter. Hmm. He thought quite highly of himself. He was young, right? The youngest of the apostles. So he ran the fastest. I say things like that, you know? I can run the fastest. I'll get there first. And he bent down, and he saw the burial cloths there, but did not go in. So what's he saying? I was the first to see that Jesus Christ was risen from the dead because he was not in the tomb, and I was the first to look in. But I didn't go in because, you know, you have to wait for the old man because he, out of respect, I have to let him go in first, and he has to be the one to claim it. So when Simon Peter arrived after him, he went into the tomb and saw the burial cloths there, and the cloth that had covered his head, not with the burial cloths, but rolled up in a separate place. So he, he tells us Peter's testimony. So he's still in charge, this John the Evangelist. He's still in charge. He didn't let Peter speak for himself. He, he doesn't say, Peter said this. He tells you what Peter said. And then the other disciple also went in. The one who had arrived at the tomb first, he's got to rub it in. He got there first. And he saw and believed. So what John is telling us is that Peter may have gone in and saw what the case was. But when he went in and saw, he believed. And so by the authority of the scripture, just as from the entire Old Testament, all the prophecies, all the law, the books of the law of Moses, tell of God entering our human history, becoming the suffering servant, and eventually and finally rising from the dead. But then, of course, John will tell us, maybe in the year 95 AD, when this was first written down, but they did not yet understand the scripture that he had to rise from the dead, meaning that it took a while to get it into our heads. In fact, it takes 50 days for us to celebrate the entire mystery of the Easter season, of the Easter reality. And so in 50 days, we'll proclaim the Pentecost when the Holy Spirit came and confirmed in us that this scripture is true. And that's why you and I say, I believe in the resurrection according to the scriptures, because we take this testimony 
as God's direct revelation, and it is the testimony of our hope. Hope that assures us that no matter how bad things get, no matter how much we are oppressed, no matter how much we implode even from our own bad choices, God will save us and preserve us for eternity. Thanks for listening to the Salve Lakeland Church podcast. If you have any questions about Salve Lakeland Church, our campuses, or any of our ministries, please visit us online at salvelakelandchurch.org.